greetings. You are tuned in to another episode on Be The Vibe Radio with your favorite hostess, Chrysalis Sun, a.k.a. LaToya Thurman. And first of all, I'm happy that you're here. And it is, what, October 26, 2022. And we are bringing to you the... <laughs> like my little freestyle... <laughs> The Why in the Sky for November of 2022. Um, yes, we are recording this a couple weeks early because we completely left y'all hanging last month. So we are get, we got it together and we are recording live from Atlanta, Georgia, a.k.a. Black Ass Atlanta, <laughs> a.k.a. Nickaville, USA. Oh <laughs> you can tell we turned up. Yes. Yes. Clearly, so, this is going to be a fun episode. Yes, it is. Yes, you were. So, yes, you're tuned in to, to, to Be The Vibe Radio with me. A little bit about uh, this this ep- this uh, episode of this particular uh, podcast is uh, Why in the Sky, where we bring to you the astrological and spiritual energy for the month. And so I do my card spread. Um, My special guest, who's going to announce himself in a minute, does the astrology. And we kind of tell you what's going on for the month and what to expect and how to best manage it, right? So, um, well, let me go introduce myself first before I let you introduce you. Go right ahead. All right. So I am Crystal Sun. For those of you who are tuning in to the first to the first time, uh, for the first time, I am the content creator for this podcast, as well as the owner of Cindy's Conjure Shop, a hoodoo shop located in Forest Park, Georgia. I am a Olorisha. I am a priestess of Yemaya. I am a medium. I am a Reiki master, a author, a teacher of all things metaphysical. I am a mother. I am, what else? Lots of things. A lover. A lover, yes. Mm-hmm. Wonderful lover. Oh, God. Thank you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he, he you should all should see that he was going, he, he went somewhere for a second. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. Let me come back. <laughs> bring it back, bring it back, really did. Um, okay, so that is <laughs> enough about me, and who do I have with me in the building? Shaman Hands is in the building. Um, so yeah, we are, what, you said like a week early or, uh, four weeks late? <laughs> Depending on how you want to look <laughs> at it. But always on time, always on time. Yeah, because the October, we're gonna, we're gonna discuss October a little bit, but this is for November, so. Sorry guys, um, but we're back. Um, this is Shaman Hands, a.k.a. Uh, what are my a.k.a.s? Do I ever even say my a.k.a.s? I got many a.k.a.s. We have aliases. We have a lot of aliases. Um, Reiki practitioner, registered metaphysician, certified wellness consultant, uh, holistic health practitioner. Uh, uh, what else? What else? Lukumi Abarisha, Shaman, um, a lot of other things. My mind's going blank. But um, oh, some one of the most important, I guess, for this episode. Uh, I'm an ordained astrology minister. I think that's fitting. Yes. Um, also happen to be an ordained healing hands minister. Um, 
think that's enough. Yes. So, in other words, we are fully qualified to speak on the things that we will be speaking on yes. today, yes. right? So, yes, that is our introduction. Let's 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 talk a little bit um, <coughs> about October. So, first of all, we apologize for not doing a wine in the sky for October. It was not our intention. Like I had pulled my cards. We had I had notes. Um, yeah, we was, you know, we, we spent two weeks attempting to, (laughs) (laughs) to record, uh, we had people hitting us up on our phone. Yes. Like people were, y'all were waiting, you know, so we, you know, I have fully intended to do the wine in the sky for October. We had a couple things going on. Um, you know, first week shaman hands wasn't feeling up, you know, up to par. So we didn't do it the first week. And then the second week. He just, it was like pulling teeth. And so I just was like, I'm going to bed. I'm not even going to fight you on this wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were feeling, we were feeling what was in the sky. Yeah. So the funny thing is like, you know, it's like we, you know, we've got to tell you, it's like, how would I put it? It's like, we want to, like the reason. When it's most important for us to tell y'all what's going on, it's more likely for us to not tell y'all what's going right. on. Right. Like the reason why we don't do a Why in the Sky for the month is it's why we need, need to do a Why in the Sky for the month. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that's what it was. Um, you gonna look for me and I'll be gone. <laughs> so that and then what ended up also happening was that they're doing construction around our uh house, our place, and they ended up cutting our lines to our internet. So yeah. we spent like a week and a half with no internet. It's just That's been true. so there was that too, yeah. you know. So plus we, all the noise. Plus all the noise, which you might hear because they're still doing their painting and doing a bunch of other stuff. So um, oh side note, you may notice a notable member of the household missing. <laughs> <laughs> So Nugget is not with us today. Um, he is going with, he's went with his cousins today um, to yes. his cousin's house to hang out for a bit. We are teaching him how to little people, yes. you know, so he's getting his social activities. So no baby noises. No, in no Nugget, you know, this just go round. Um, so just if you guys are wondering where Nugget is, Nugget is living his best life playing over with his cousins today. Yep. So, anyways, quick little rundown of October. Um, so, yeah, October was a mess um, <laughs> because the main themes were separation, misbehavior, and self-destruction, immobility, um, people dropping the ball, and just the need for important decisions, right? So, the main – I'm not going to talk about all the cards. You know, I'm just going to talk about a couple main themes because well, – I'm going to talk about a couple of the cards – um, because these these are energies that are transferring into November, okay? The main thing was that um, you had the devil was the main card, which the devil doesn't show up in, in Wine the Sky pools very often. But the devil just represents self-destructive behaviors, mishaps, and mischievousness. So for the month of October, what really was going on was that we were tending to be our worst enemies, you know, for this month. And that any you know, um, challenges or issues that we maybe have experienced for the month of October were based off of our own, our own actions and our own decisions and our own headspace. Um, and so side note, let me go back. What's also interesting about October was that, um, I was called to pull out a deck that I actually retired. Like I, 
Spirit told me to use my my very, very first tarot deck that I ever owned. Um, I don't even read people from this deck anymore. Like I, I had put this deck away like at least about five years ago. And it's very rare that Spirit tells me to pull this deck out for any type of reading. And for what, you know, for the month of October, it was like pull out the the Gypsy Romano deck, Romani deck. So, um, and it's so interesting because it's a deck that's out of print. You know, you can't even get this deck anymore. So, um, not only was Spirit like, okay, you know, pull this deck that you don't even use anymore out, you know, for you to read from, but then it had all these like crazy ass cards, right? So, the biggest thing about October was the need for shadow work. Shadow work was in order and downfall due to one's own head. It's interesting because, you know, it brings me the I, the, the, I, to mind the this um yoruba or this uh phrase from an odu in um like lakumi and like ifa where it says you know it warns for us not to allow our it says don't let your feet trample what your hands have built and so that was the energy for the month of october like this energy of us um, essentially walking and trampling and destroying the things that we built based off of just our own self-destructive um, attitudes and tendencies. So, so that's the big energy for October. The other thing was the chariot was reversed. So October was not the month to be moving or really traveling. And that was obvious because, you know, for example, my cousin, it took my cousin like literally three weeks to move from one side of town to the other because she just kept having all these interruptions and, you know, challenges with, you know, it was raining or the moving man not being available or, you know, like she went to go move some stuff and then she found that the house needed a little bit more work. And so she had to wait, you know, so there was a lot of that going on um you know just the lack of movement and just inertia going on and then another energy was the two of wands which is interesting because the two of wands shows up again this for the month of november so you got this two of wands showing up two months in a row and so a lot of the months you know the fall like october and november is about decisions you know decisions 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 um you know influencing but the question is who's doing the influencing you know, how are you allowing yourself to be influenced? So those are the themes for October. Um, you want to talk about, briefly talk about the astrology for October? Yeah, um, a, a few things I think is important to mention. One, the good news is that we are no longer in the Mercury shadow. Yay! So the whole Mercury retrograde energy is, is can, well, it can be considered pretty much uh, over. <clears throat> this particularly retrograde anyway um and also we're starting to bring the retrograde energy back down just in general because november was it uh was it october or september i think september was the thickest yep september was the thickest retrograde energy october was still pretty thick but now that Mercury, uh, we're done with Mercury, and uh, Mars is about to go retrograde, which we're going to talk about that. Mm. Um, but we also have uh, Saturn no longer retrograde, and Pluto no longer retrograde. So we had three retrogrades in in October, and so that's super good news because uh, throughout the rest of the year, um, the retrograde energy will lessen more and more, um, and we definitely 
Um, want to appreciate that because with Mars going retrograde, that's going to be some super potent energy and that's enough retrograde energy. Like we don't need no more retrograde energy than that. <laughs> so the fact that the other retrograde energy is starting to come back down, super good. Two thumbs up. Yay. Um, what else? So the shadow ended on the 17th, which was... Monday of last week, so we're about a little over a weekend free from uh, Mercury's shenanigans. So you may have seen that you know stuff is starting to lighten up around the Mercury uh, themes. So you know a lot less car accidents, thank God. Because mm. yeah, that was something else I saw a lot of next yes. last month or this past month was just Yo, like traffic. Right. Insane. Insane. So glad to see that that's finally over with for a while um and then let's see what's today the 26 right mm-hmm, yeah yes. so we're 26 okay so this, actually we're in the middle of a very important week for october so the way october is ending out um aside from mars turning retrograde is actually pretty good especially the week we're in right now so this past sunday the 23rd uh, was actually when saturn went direct um mm. pluto went direct all the way back on the 8th so we had Mercury go direct on the fourth. I mean, I'm sorry, the second, first Sunday of the month, and then the end of that same week on the eighth, Pluto went direct, and then now here we are with um, Saturn going to direct at the beginning of the week we're in right now. Um, also on that same day, the 23rd, uh, the day that Saturn went direct, we also had Venus entering into Scorpio and the Sun entering into Scorpio. So we had a like a big kind of rush of energy into Scorpio um, <laughs> yes. this past Sunday. <laughs> yes. And then we had the new moon yesterday, which was also dun, 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 a solar eclipse. So I don't know if y'all felt in that. In Scorpio? Uh, the solar eclipse, yes, in Scorpio. So the Sun entered Scorpio Sunday. Two days later, we had an eclipse, a solar eclipse. So basically, two two degrees into Scorpio, we had a solar eclipse, uh, which was yesterday. Um, eclipse eclipses are always potent. Um, the more potent one is actually the one that's on the way next. We got two in a row. So the lunar eclipse is coming next. We're gonna talk about that. Super 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 potent lunar eclipse coming up. Um, in November, so we're definitely going to talk about that, but uh, yeah, uh, the end of October was a lot more refreshing than um, the rest of October prior to that. Yes, <laughs> and again, y'all, so, <laughs> we apologize for leaving you hanging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah you know, leaving you hanging. ironically, we're showing back up when things have started to calm back down. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, this coming Sunday... Yeah, this actually just this weekend in general because we're preparing for Mars retrograde this coming Sunday, which is the day before Halloween. So Halloween should be quite interesting. Definitely be careful out there, people. I feel like Halloween has been interesting the last couple of years. It, it seems has. like there has been a lot of planetary stuff going on right around Halloween the it last has. couple of years. It most definitely At has. At least since like the pandemic or even the year before. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other things to make note of real quick. We got uh, two transits at the end of this week. So this coming Friday, we got Jupiter going retrograde into uh, Pisces. It's not 
it's not turning retrograde. It's already retrograde, but it's going to be going into Pisces in the retrograde direction. I just want to make sure that was clear. Um, but yeah, Jupiter's been retrograde. Um, so what that means is it's going to be stationing in Pisces, uh, I think next month, November, and then going back into Aries again. So it's been in Aries for a while, shaking up Aries energy even more with the Mars shadow that we've been in. So that's another reason why the Mars energy has been so crazy. Um, so we get like kind of a relief with that this weekend, but then not really because it's almost it's almost like one of those things where we when we discuss events that where it's like you get like some relief, but then it's like the next day it's like psych, um, and then you basically get smacked in the face with the fact that no, it's actually not relief. That was just kind of a like a tease, and then. <laughs> Here I go hitting you with more of the shit that you thought you were being relieved from. That's what this weekend is going to be like right. coming up. And then Saturday, the day before Mars goes retrograde, we got Mercury transiting into Scorpio. So there's even more Scorpio energy for you on top of Venus and the sun already being there and the solar eclipse being in Scorpio, and now here comes Mercury to add to Scorpio energy on this Saturday. So we got a lot of Scorpio energy to look forward to, people. And Mars actually is a co-ruler of Scorpio, so being that Mars goes retrograde the very next day, you can definitely um, look forward to a lot of Scorpio themes. Uh, in addition to the Aries themes with this particular Mars retrograde that doesn't go direct until January 13th, people. So put your seatbelts on, and we're going to talk about it in just a few but that's uh yeah that's, that's october that's our october recap um yes. so yeah i'm gonna light this little sage real quick and i'm just gonna go right into the pool the let's, tarot pool for the moon let's get it all right let's talk about november so first of all november is gonna be a good month you know, I've got a lot of good news for the month of November. Um, a couple of things, too, is that, um, for one, this month is the first month in a while that we've had all upright cards. So, first month in a really long time, we've had no reversals. <laughs> okay? This is also the first month we've had in a while that had a nice balance or mix of cards. You know, major arcana versus minor arcana, and then just the, the different elements um, showing up for the month, right? So, um, you know, you, you, you see and you feel a certain level of ease or um, a lessening of, of intensity going into the month of November, right? So the major themes are important choices, um, possibly having too many options, self-mastery, timing, and happy vibes, okay? So the first card is the Two of Wands. Again, this Two of Wands showed up last month as well. And what the Two of Wands is bringing to us is the importance of making decisions. Two of Wands is all about making decisions. Um, and because it's a minor arcana card, you know, it, it sets up a certain level of us, you know, having um, control or like basically the momentum, um, our trajectory of our path being directly um, impacted by our decisions. So basically us having a little bit more control over the movement of our path um, based off of our tradition, I mean, our um, decisions. So that's what the Two of Wands represents, right? 
Um, the Two of Wands is basically telling us that this is not the month to be complacent. Um, but, you know, so you, you can't be passive. You, you, you got to make decisions, you know, um, almost to a point of if you don't make decisions and the decisions will be made for you. OK, so it's a matter of do you want to be able to create your own um, out, you know, path outlook or, or create your own life in a sense? Or do you want it to be created for you? OK, and the reason why that's also a theme is because the two of wands also represents influence. So this is a, this idea of um, who's doing the influence. Are you influencing your own life? And the only way to really answer that is whether or not you're actually making active decisions about your life or are you is your life being influenced by others, whereas you're being passive and now everybody your environment is making and shaping your life for you. OK, so that's the the main energies of the two of wands. Um, don't be surprised when you get presented with too many choices. Right. You know, it's almost like when you go to the grocery store and all you want is a, a certain kind of cereal. But then there's like 15 brands of that same cereal and you don't know which one to pick. You know, a lot of choices that you're going to have for this month are going to be like that. And so, you know, when it comes into making decisions and this is the thing, too, when you have to get presented with too many options, sometimes it can be overwhelming. It can create anxiety and then you kind of get stuck. Right. Because you don't know which way to go. But remember, wands is a fire card and fire represents what we're passionate about, um, what moves us, you know, what motivates us. OK, so use that as a determining factor or a measure when you're making your decisions. So when you're having when you're presented with a lot of choices, go with the one that your body responds to. OK, so that means you have to be present. You have to be still. You have to sit for a moment. You can't be impulsive, but you have to sit with your feelings in regards to these different decisions that you're making and really feel how your body's responding. And if you feel a certain level of energy or rush coming into your body or certain parts of your body off of one decision versus another, then that's the decision to go for. If your body is locked or you feel a no, you know, or there's nothing there, then, you know, that that's not the decision for you. So basically what the two of wands is saying is that either it has to be a hell yes or a hell no when it comes to your decisions. This is not the month to straddle the fence. This is not the month to, you know, be in the middle, be neutral. It's all about whether you're taking action versus inaction in regards to your decision making. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, good. Hell yeah. So that's all that's Scorpio energy all day. Yes. <laughs> yes. No middle ground. No middle ground at all whatsoever. <clears throat> um, yes, definitely. So the two of wands represents influence. It represents partnerships um, that will be beneficial, right? And actually, partnerships is another theme this month that I'll talk about in some of these other cards. Um, so, not only so, two things with that. One, it's important to lean in on your partnerships this month because they will be beneficial. And then also, it you know make sure that your partnerships are beneficial. You know, so if you're dealing with people in some type of cooperative effort. And it's not been, it's not, you know, it's only one sided, only meaning only you or only one other or the other person, whoever benefits, then there's, that's not going to help you to progress this month. Okay. Um, everything has to be balanced and equal and mutually beneficial when it comes to your partnerships. Um, 
this is a month where you're going to receive support and good advice, which is actually interesting because for the last several months, the warnings have been, don't listen to other people's advice. <laughs> I know that was a theme for September. I know there was a couple other months um, this year that it was like, yeah, you, you don't yeah. want But actually, this month is actually, people are going to be in a better space this month to be able to actually provide you with solid advice you know um and actually and honestly if you get that solid good advice it's going to help you make your decisions because remember this is a decision making month and if you don't have good um advice or you don't have a full spectrum or picture of what you're looking at it's going to make it harder for you to make those decisions so this is a supportive month from other people the other thing of the two of wands is plan 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 okay and this is going to come up again with some of the other cards Set down your foundations, lay your foundations, especially because November is planning, planting season when you talk about the solar cycle. So November is the month, the, the period of the solar cycle where you're actually making your plans and preparing to plant your you know, goals and plans going into the next year, you know. So, you know, if you what is the word if you plan to fail? If you, you fail to plan. Yeah, if you fail. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes, that's the theme for this month. Say that again. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Yes, so think about that. Plan, plan, plan this month. Um, the two of wands <laughs> represents opportunities. It, it represents expansion, right? Um, because, of course, you know, that's what choices are. Choices are opportunities, right? Um, choices are an opportunity and invitation to expand. And then the other thing that the two of wands brings is fortune and riches and real estate. Okay. So if we've been struggling financially, if things have been stagnant when it comes to resources and money specifically, this month is going to open up a lot in regards to that. And actually the theme is throughout the rest of the cards. Okay. So that's a good look. Like you've been, if you've had deals on the table, things that you kind of been waiting for, you know, money that you've been waiting for finance, you know, in finances and things, um, things going through, like if you've got a house on the market, you either purchasing a home or you're selling your home this is the month that all that will open up and you will see that coming through hello yes <laughs> yes 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 all right so we kind of had a bit of a time here so let's go ahead and take a let's take a break i think i'm gonna do um i think i want to do announcements so we'll do a little quick announcement break and then we'll get into the rest of the the rest of the the, the thing the, the things the things <laughs> Time for announcements. So we have a lot of exciting things uh, to bring to y'all for the month of November for 2022. First and foremost, um, we have some classes coming up. So our last session for the Language of Tarot um, certification course begins in November. Deadline to register is October 31st. And this class is a six-week online course for those who are wanting to learn more about tarot and to strengthen their skills in regards to the systems. More information about that can be find, found on our website, bethebot.com. 
Also, we will be kicking off the new year, January 2023, with the brand new course that we're presenting to you all, which is a Reiki um, attunement and Reiki certification or training course. Now, this class is in person. It is a uh, four-week class in person for those who are residing in Atlanta, Georgia, who are willing to um, travel. And we will be offering uh, Reiki trainings in levels one, two, three for the Usai uh, lineage of, of Reiki. So more information about that can also be found on the website, bethevibe.com. And registration is now open for that Reiki attunement. Not only that, payment plans are available. So if you're interested and you are located in the Atlanta area, uh, definitely look into our upcoming Reiki attunement course. Speaking of new offerings, Simbi's Conjure now has some new products in the store. So if you stop by Simbi's Conjure shop over in Forest Park, Georgia, you can check out our new items, including some additional herbs in our herb section. We've got some more um, spiritual colognes and spiritual um, perfumes. We are now excited to offer resins such as frankincense and myrrh. And we have restocked the complete guide to crystal medicine. And for those ordering online, we will soon be offering store pickup as an option uh, for our local shoppers. And you still have a few more days to catch our Halloween sale. So if you come in store or you shop online, you can get 25% off of your order. And lastly, I, Chrysalis Sun, will be opening up my availability in the month of November for readings um, and consultations. So from uh, November 10th until the end of the month, um, I will be offering more hours and more days um, of availability for people to book appointments. I'm actually doing this um, um, to prepare for my annual winter hiatus, which will begin in December. So for those of you, this gives you those of you the opportunity um, to, you know, get in and get your, your last readings with me for the year before I go on break until um, the beginning of January. So if you're considering getting a reading, go ahead and do that. Don't wait. Don't uh, procrastinate. My books fill up pretty quickly um, and get in um, and get get that get that going and those are the announcements for november of 2022 and we're back and we're back we're back we're back so <laughs> hopefully um you enjoyed the little break you got some good information we got some good things coming up for y'all so those were the those were in the announcements so um, we'll go right into it. So the next card that came up for the month of November is strength. And strength is all about self-mastery. Uh, you know, in a traditional tarot deck, you've got the strength card shows up as a person taming a lion. Um, in my particular Romani um, tarot deck, it shows up as a woman um, embracing and kind of nurturing a bear, you know, taming a bear. But the whole point is mastering the beast within, okay? So this is the reason why this is important. Because remember, last month, the devil showed up, right? So the devil showed up and showed us what our shadow is. It showed us what our destructive behaviors are, what we, you know, need to work on. And now the strength card is showing up this month as the energy to support us in mastering what the devil revealed to us about ourselves last month. 
or for the month of October. Does that make sense? Can you say that? And yeah, say yeah. that again. So the devil card for the when the devil card showed up for the month of October, it revealed to us what our shadow and mm-hmm. the things that we need to work on or our self-destructive behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. So it revealed, it revealed to us the what, what we need to work on, what's still lingering that we need to heal. Mm-hmm. Now, the strength card is showing up as the energy that supports us in that healing journey. Now, and, now that we got the answer. Now that we got the answer, gotcha. you know? So the devil card showed us the mirror, and now the strength card is showing us, you know, showing up as support on how to, you know to work on the on on those things gotcha. okay so um so basically the devil showed us our shadow now the strength will help us to tame it okay that's just the the, the simple uh the simple the simpleness of that mm. what does that mean patience 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 okay this is a month for patience and another reason why and i'm gonna talk about more why um in a later, you know, with the last card that shows up, but this is not the time to rush things. You know, you have to show a, a strong amount of patience this month. Um, trust that things are unfolding because they are, you know, we spent a lot of this year just restricted and things just kind of moving at a snail's pace, you know, things trickling now, you know, went from there being a leak in the faucet to now the faucet just being turned on and things are flowing. Um, so trust that things are flowing. Trust that things are happening. Trust that things are manifesting. Faith is an important aspect of self-mastery. You know, so in order for you to really work on yourself and to tame that that shadow and to have a self-mastery, you have to have a certain level of faith, you know. Um, so work on your patience this month. Work on your faith this month. Um, lean in on your higher self for guidance, you know. Um And this will be a month where you will actually be ready to take on challenges. So, you know, the challenges have been there all year, right? The challenges have been there the last few years. But there's been some times, you know, some cycles where we felt like we weren't prepared to take on these challenges. Some months where we felt like we were prepared. Some months we just didn't know, you know. (laughs) But this strength card is affirming that you are actually now in the position to take on any challenges that you've been faced with okay so stand firm stand firm in your position you know stand firm um in your outlook um because this is a month where the strength card is coming and saying that you need to be empowered this month you know um the strength card is bringing lessons of spiritual power and conquest. So this month, it's more about the spiritual power versus material power. So it's all about the strength that you can draw from within versus the strength of like actual physical strength. This is not about physical strength who, you know, has got the bigger muscles or, you know, who could do the hardest kick or, you know, who's the biggest bully, the biggest, you know, who has the, the strongest amount of, you know, brute force. This is about who is the most strongest and solid on a spiritual level, who is the most in tune to their higher self. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. And then leaning, um, following that is the Two of Cups. So the Two of Cups is a card that doesn't really show up often. 
it's one of the happiest and most positive cards that you can find in your tarot deck. So anytime the 10 of cups shows up, you know, some good shit's coming. Like it's your, you know, it's like your, Hey, we made it card. You know, it's like, you made it, you're here, celebrate. It's wonderful. You know, so you always want the 10 of cups to show up and it did this month. Um, the Ten of Cups represents emotional fulfillment and prosperity. So this is another card that's showing money and abundance, right? The Ten of Cups is bringing rewards for personal and spiritual work. So if you have been just intuitively doing your shadow work, doing your spiritual work, your, your uh, personal development, this is the month that you will reap the rewards. You will immediately start to see the benefits and the rewards from this work that you're doing. The Ten of Cups represents money and abundance, you know. So, again, you know, it supports uh, the previous cards that talk about, you know, prosperity and wealth and things opening up, you know. So, it, it further supports that, right? Um, the Ten of Cups is also asking us to focus on the cup being half full, okay, or all the way full. So, you know, Lean in on your positive thinking, lean in on your, your optimism, lean in on your, um, you know, positivity, because that's going to really propel you and, and, and help you to, to go a long ways, um, or it'll help you go far, you know, this month. Um, the Ten of Cups talks about immediate manifestations. So again, this is another month of the fuck around and find out, but you, but it's the good fuck around and find out, you know? <laughs> immediate like you know the things that you're planting the good seeds you know the good things they're, they're gonna immediately start start happening okay um so you're, it's, it's gonna be an exciting time because again for those of us who've kind of been moving at a snail's pace now you're like oh shit like you know it's popping you know so <laughs> shop games is over here smiling at me <laughs> what you got to say sir I'm just looking at my ephemeris tables. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't nobody even know what that. What is that? It's it's ancient sacred astrology <sighs> knowledge, honey. Any, anyway, don't nobody know what you're talking about. Sacred with the... science stuff. <sighs> okay. I'm I'm preparing for my portion. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Making sure I'm tight. Okay. All right. You right and tight. Right and tight. Okay. Mars is coming. Yes. Speaking of, um, the Ten of Cups represents um, what's giving the message for us to focus on family and children, okay? So, you know, you can't go wrong being, you know, having extra, putting extra attention to your household, to your family, specifically your, your partners and your children. Um, love on your family this month, okay? Because it's it'll that will bring you good energies. It'll nourish you. It'll give you that fulfillment um, and that that emotional um, uh, fulfillment that the Ten of Cups tends to bring. Um, and this is a good month for children. So, you know, children will thrive this month. You know, the Ten of Cups just represents happy kids, growing kids, you know, kids, um, you know, doing really well in school or doing really well, like meeting milestones and things like that. So, you know, really, um, focus on your children and, you know, give them the space to really thrive. And, you know, for those of you who've been having difficulties with your children or, you know, your, your children, your challenges or just certain things that you kind of been, um, 
wanting to help your kids kind of overcome, this will be the month that you'll actually see your kids, you know, overcome those challenges or meet those milestones, okay? Um, in addition to that, this will be a month, like, if you've been experiencing, like, family disagreements, family rivalries, and things like that, this month that you will be, you'll see a lot of resolving of family disagreements, okay? So a lot of, you know, families, you know, putting their, their differences aside, you know, you'll, You'll, don't be surprised if you start to see apologies from family members, you know, for different things or, you know, family members making amends with each other, which is interesting because November is, is a holiday, you know, Thanksgiving. So, you know, a lot of times Thanksgiving brings a lot of anxiousness because, you know, it's always the biggest drama that happens around think the Thanksgiving dinner table or the Christmas dinner table. But actually, you'll see a lot more um resolutions and just good vibes coming out of this this thanksgiving holiday so um if you don't be surprised if you have a family member that you've been at odds with and they just reach out to you out the blue wanting to apologize and make amends allow them to do that and trust that they that they're sincere because they will be you know um and on the flip side if you need if you're one of those family members that needs to make amends do so you know if you've held back because you feel like okay well i you know tormented this person and i fucked up with this person and they don't want to even want to talk to me this will be the month where if you reach out the person will actually that family member will be receptive you know so just a lot of reconciliation family reconciliation going on um this month which is interesting because me and nugget we're going to see my family in california this month for a few weeks mm -hmm. and you know i'll be bringing nugget around family that hasn't met him yet and um because you know his birthday's coming up and we're doing his birthday out there and i don't have any issues with my family but my you know my family has issues with each other so it'd be interesting that maybe you know the you know, his birthday and okay, gonna bring everybody right, together. bring everybody together. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it for the baby. Yeah, I just thought about that. So, you know, cause my mother said that, you know, she said that some of my aunts and uncles won't come, you know, around if, if she asks, but that they'll come around for me, you know? Um, and so I just realized that, you know, what that really means me, you know, us having his birthday party out there. So that's actually pretty interesting. Look at my man holding it down. Right. <laughs> Julia getting it in early. Right. You know, so that's pretty dope. And, uh, oh, just to throw this in to, because uh, I may forget to say this later, but um, yeah. uh, Jupiter goes direct the day before Thanksgiving. So I'm sure that has a lot to do with what you're saying mm. about the family dinner table and opportunities that uh, we usually don't see around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So just throwing that in there. And a new moon on that same day, too, the day before Thanksgiving. It's sort of because it'll actually be a, a holiday where, you know, things may actually be good. You know, there won't be a lot of the, the normal tension, you know, that tends to happen around um, holidays, you this know? This actually be the perfect time for people to, like, come back together um, after families and a whole bunch of, like, all this division since the COVID shit started. And that, like, too. You know, arguments and families and people breaking up and just going their separate ways because of different ideologies yeah it'll definitely be a good month for that so yeah, yeah you know <clears throat> a lot of your prosperity and you know um and I feel like it's kind of cool because, you know, again, shadow work and the need to heal is a part of this month's theme. And a lot of us have shadow work involving our family relationships, 
you know, and healing that needs to happen around our family relationships. So, you know, really pay attention to that, you know, um, because what this 10 of cups brings is rewards for partnerships based on stability and trust, you know, so all of your partnerships, you know, you're invited to take a look at them and really observe them and, you know, make sure that they are solid and that they're stable and that they're built on trust. And if they are, you know, you'll reap these immediate rewards, you know, from that. Um, and lastly, the Ten of Cups is um, bringing um, the message that this is the month to secure a new home. So if you've been looking for a house or looking to relocate and get into a new spot, um, and you've been having troubles because, you know, the housing market across the board, whether you're renting or purchasing is just like, you know, a nightmare. But this will actually be a month where you actually be able to secure the housing that you've been looking for for however long, you know. So nesting and family is an important theme this month. And there's a lot of energies that support um, the healthy aspects of that. So. Yeah, I'll just keep going. Um, the last two cards. So we have the Page of Cups. And it's interesting. The Page of Cups is our first and only character card this month. And I actually really appreciate the Page of Cups because, you know, the Page of Cups kind of brings to mind like this. it has a Piscean energy, right? So the Page of Cups is somebody who's sensitive, dreamy, a hopeless romantic, you know, that kind of energy. Um, and it the Page of Cups represents new beginnings and new ideas, right? The Page of Cups also represents the birth of a child. So there's going to be a lot of people having babies this the month of November, wow. um, you know, or, you know, a lot of, you know, and so if you, you know, were, and don't be surprised, like, so if you thought that you was going to have your baby in October, don't be surprised if you have that baby in November. And if you thought you was going to have your baby in December, don't be surprised if you had that baby the end of November, you mm. know? So... You're going to see a lot more births going on. So all my doulas and midwives, y'all going to be real busy for the month of November. <laughs> That's funny. You know, um, but also it's, again, new ideas and, and new beginnings. It's just the energy of the Page of Cups. As far as an energy or character, um, you know, you're gonna, it, it's going to be two sides of that page, right? So, um, you know, for those of us who are doing our shadow work and our healing work, we want to embody the positive aspects of the Page of Cups, right? So we want to, you know, it's someone who's patient, someone who's tranquil, someone who's understanding, you know, someone who's fun and social, a messenger, you know. So don't be surprised if you get a lot of messages from, you know, people embodying these Page of Cups energies. Um, I know you'll probably get a lot of messages from Pisces. You know, Pisces will probably be dreaming like crazy and their intuition will probably be wild this month um but also page of cups is someone who's kind of young you know so don't be surprised if you get messages from your children or the kids around you in your life you know um so kind of listen to your kids a little bit more for the month of november when they're kind of saying things that are random but not really random <laughs> you know um because the page of cups is the intuitive and and, and the psychic right so those are the energies that we want to embody on a on a balanced level on the flip side though if we're in our shadow self when we're not you know working on ourselves and we're in that negativity the page of cups represents someone who's irresponsible who's insensitive or socially unaware somebody who can't read the room 
you know, a lot of times they can't read the room because they're so self-absorbed and narcissistic that they can't see anything outside themselves, right? You know, so that's the that's the shadow aspect of the page of cups, someone who's immature, someone who's defensive and unrealistic, you know, so you're going to see a lot of people embodying either one side or the other, you know, when you talk about this, this character card. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make sense? Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to get into the last card. I know, like, I flew through this, y'all. But um, one thing I appreciated about this pool was that it was pretty straightforward, you know. Plus, it was a, it, you know, I'm reading a deck that I've, you know, had for the last 20 years. And so it's it's real easy for me to, you know, interpret and translate this particular deck, you know. So lastly, it's interesting, this last card, on an, on an appearance on the on like a uh, first level may seem um kind of contradictory to the energy but it's not okay and i'm explaining why but it's the hangman you know so of course you know traditionally the hangman is you know represents somebody you know who's um you know hanging from his legs his legs are bound and he's hanging and he's stuck you know typically the hangman represents stagnation but in this particular reading for the month it represents stagnation but not really right for this particular month the hangman is representing timing okay so it's not about being stuck and not being able to move it's knowing when to move and when to sit still that's the message that the hangman is bringing this month okay things are not exactly stuck you know because all the other cards are, are are saying otherwise right so the hangman is saying yes you know some some things are not moving but that's only because this is not the right time so i would recommend really paying attention when shaman hands does his astrology part because timing is going to be a very important aspect this month mm -hmm. and so you need to know when to, when certain energies are potent when they're not when to make certain moves, when not to, mm -hmm. um, because that is the difference between you being able to manifest or not, or something you making or breaking something this month. Okay. Mars retrograde. <laughs> so, um, the other aspect the hangman is is waiting. You know, like again, sometimes we got to sit still, um, but that the sacrifice yields rewards. You know, so you know, yes, we may need to wait. But the waiting, because things are energies are so potent this month, you're not having to wait too long. So that's the reason why patience is important. Because you may be sitting here thinking like, oh shit, I'm gotta wait forever, months, it's gonna take months for something to happen. And you know, and you get discouraged and you get negative about it when reality you're waiting may only be like a day or two and then something just pops off, right? So that's why patience is important and that the sacrifice is yielding your rewards. Um, and remember, your rewards are happening very quickly this month, okay? The hangman represents wisdom. The important, and that's of course, that's what timing is, knowing when to do things and when not to. That's wisdom, right? Um, the hangman is also saying that this is not the month to force anything, okay? You cannot force anything, you cannot force anything or any outcomes for this month, okay? Um Mars retrograde. <laughs> You, you know, your projects, this is the month that they're incubating, okay? So, you know, those things, those decisions that you make and those things, projects that you start based off that two of wands energy, you know, now you got this incubation stage, right? But again, remember, you may not have to wait too long. So again, don't get impatient, don't get discouraged, okay? 
Um, and that this is the calm before the storm. Okay, so that also lets me know that we may things may shift drastically for the month of December. You know, <laughs> but you know, which is interesting because winter tends to be a dead month. You know, but things are so out of whack you know, astrologically and spiritually that it's like, you can't, you can't even predict things like, like, well, you can predict because that's what we're doing, right? With this wide in the sky, but it's like, you can't rely on certain energies to be consistent the way based off of patterns, because the patterns have been so knocked off whack lately, you know, last couple of years, last several years. Um, so yes, it's a calm before the storm, which is another reason why it's important to plan you know, like we said earlier, so that way you can be ready for the storm when it happens, because it's going to come, right? And the other thing that's interesting with the hangman that people don't realize is that it represents rebirth and regeneration, right? Um, because a lot of times with your projects, if your projects are incubating, that means you're also incubating as well. So there's a certain aspect of rebirth and regeneration, which is so interesting because that's Scorpio energy, you know, regeneration and rebirth. But a lot of times in traditional tarot decks, you see that um, represented through the death card, right? So, but a lot of people don't realize that the hangman also brings rebirth and regeneration, but it's on a much gentler level, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> you know, you don't have to go do to a complete, like, metamorphosis and destruction for it to happen it's more of a gentle process you know with the hangman so when you know that when you're having to wait and you can't make moves and things it's because the celestial energy is forcing you to sit still for just a minute so it can kind of recalibrate things. So then that way you can move forward versus the death card showing up and then everything is gone and everything, you know, then you got to completely rebirth yourself, right? Um, so does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we like the hangman showing up versus the death card or the towers, okay? It's like taking a nap as opposed to dying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got from it. Yeah, I mean, essentially, yes. Or going into meditation. Right. No, he's right. That's essentially <clears throat> what it is, you know. Going into meditation versus a coma. <laughs> so, right. All right, so that is the energy. That is the, the tarot pool for the month. We are going to take a much-needed mental break. I'm going to play some tunes or do a little interlude, and we're going to bring Shaman Hands up for his portion. Let's do it. I share safety and comfort. Enveloped in the healing hands of the Earth Mother, I am lying in the arms of my lover. Contemplating my purpose, I am one with the universe. Through flashes of images and waves of energy, she speaks to me. I hear her so vividly. I need you, she says. My lover and the universe are one same. Baptized and purified in the name of my calling. We invoke the elements, travel the stars and sing devotionals to the sun. Is it strange that I want to curl into a ball, crawl into the womb of the divine feminine and just sleep? Such comfort and peace to return to the state of my origins. You need the dark to see the light. There are blessings in our sins, for they teach me that I am not what was. 
I am not ego. I am not body. I am we. The power of the collective transcends the mundane nature of the individual, a pure illumination that can't be denied no matter how hard we try. We inhibit this place, knowing no time or space, and by linking our third eyes, we make it shine. I am overwhelmed with spirit perceptions, visions, and astral projections that make my physical form obsolete, limitless. I see auras, angels, and love. I am drawn into the embers and I remember to look above and I greet the sun. Attention to the time. Are you guys ready? Pay attention. The timing is important this month. All right. So let's talk about Mars. You've been waiting to talk about Mars. And let's talk about Mars again. And then we're going to talk about Mars some more. (laughs) (laughs) Because Mars is in the spotlight, people. That is hilarious. Mars is in the spotlight. Now, remember, we already been in the Mars shadow for a while. Um, I think I've mentioned when we did... September's forecast. Um, I think I mentioned back then when the Mars shadow actually started. I don't recall exactly when that was myself, but I know it was well before um, September. Yeah. I think it was all the way back in uh, August, end of see, July, August, middle towards the end of July, I think, something like that. But um. I would have to like calculate that again for y'all, so we we um not gonna go over that right now. But just know that we have been in the Mars shadow for a minute. Um, we were in the Mars shadow when Mercury was retrograde, so that was one of the reasons why the Mercury retrograde was so thick this particular time around, um, and why we feeling such relief now that Mercury is no longer retrograde and we're out of the Mercury shadow. So, these are good things. Um, like she was saying, like Toya was saying, um, November's going to be much more uh, pleasant <laughs> than October was. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. And really, you know, like I, I talk a lot about how Mars retrograde is, all, is always kind of a big deal because uh, we only see Mars retrograde like every about every two years or so. Um and so, even though it's not going directly until January 13th, and even though the the Mars shadow on the other end, like, that's probably not going to even be over until about, like, late February or maybe sometime in March. So, we're looking at a long period, folks, of heavy Mars energy, but part of the good news around this particular Mars retrograde is that, one, it's not changing signs while it's in retrograde. So, that's always... Um, at least a little bit easier because a lot of times we'll have a retrograde and then the planet 
while it's retrograde, it'll go backwards into the sign it just yeah. came out of. Then it got to turn around and go back through the yeah. sign that it was in before, and it's now in again, and then back into the sign that it went turned retrograde in to go back into that <laughs> yeah. sign. Like, yeah. So at least we ain't got to deal with none of that. Right. Mars is in Gemini, and it's going to be in Gemini, and it's going to be in Gemini. So we ain't got to deal with no... Um, going back into, into Taurus or, you know, turning around in Taurus or coming back to Gemini again. We ain't, we ain't doing none of that. So that's uh, that's a little more good news. Um, another thing to keep in mind is because we know where it's signed it's in, we, that's going to give us a lot of clues as to how to maneuver the Mars retrograde energy while we're dealing with it. So Gemini, um, of course, Mercury rules Gemini. So Mercury is still or Mercury energy is still going to be a um, a theme, even though the retrograde for Mercury is over. It's still the theme of Mercury is still showing up with the Mars retrograde um, because Mars is in Gemini. So um, Gemini is all about information. It's all about um, the exchange of things. Um, so whether that be material things, non-material things, um so whether we're talking like actual mercantilism exchange of energy and goods or money or whether we're talking about exchange of information which is where the communication aspect of gemini comes in that's how we that's how we derive that um basically anything that goes from here to there or from there to here um gemini is the gateway so these are going to be the themes that are associated with this particular Mars retrograde. So that does mean that, again, just like with Mercury um, going retrograde, like we just saw, there will be a lot of, you know, you'll be seeing a lot of arguments. You'll be seeing a lot of um, mis uh, misunderstandings with communication and that sort of thing. But because Mars is the one that's retrograde now instead of Mercury, now you're going to have a added, like, layer of aggression onto that so you know mercury retrograde tends to kind of for the most part always bring the arguments and the aggression with people like you know fighting verbally or fighting physically because of the start of a because of it starting in a verbal fight and then leading to something else but now it's going to be a lot more aggressive mm -hmm. um energy in regards to those specific types of things so anything involving information just understand that um the reason that is that it has the uh, the energy stamp on it that it does is because of Mars. So that'll help you understand what's going on when you when you have those moments where you got to stop and say, okay, wait a minute, what the hell is going on right here? And oh yeah, Mars. Okay, that's why um, you know people may want to fight you for no reason, or um, even if they don't want to fight you, they may think they want to fight you. Um, and that's another thing about um, Gemini energy this is all about intellect. Any air sign is going to deal with intellect and the mind and thoughts. So, um, but Gemini specifically deals more with thoughts than, than the other two signs, the other two air signs. So you may have a lot of inner conflict going on within your own mind. So that's going to be another reason why um, it's going to be more key to, to lean into your feelings and your intuition and like that kind of like body awareness that Toy was talking about, that's part of the reason why is because we're going to be having battles in our own brain. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's going to be a lot less, it's a lot less easy to, um, 
I guess, kind of figure things out mentally. If you're leaning more onto the left brain side of the brain, um, you're definitely going to want to rely more on the right brain and your intuition, your body awareness, just that kind of like that inner knowing. Because all of this like leaning into like logic and reason and, and theoretical stuff and like that, you know, computational, scientific, you know, uh, step one, step two, step three, A plus B, <laughs> that's not going to get you much of anywhere uh, for a while, folks. So, um, which makes take- sense because. There was no sore cards in this pool. There was mm. no air. It was a lot of um, water. Water, okay. And wands, because wands is feelings too. You know, the passion. Mm. You know, so yeah. Yeah, and Mars is passion. <laughs> so, um, make sure. So, one, okay, so one of the keys, and this is just not even just this month, but just throughout the entire Mars retrograde, like one of the keys to make sure you hold on to is like taking time to be clear about what you're feeling, um, especially if you're triggered by certain information. So like if information just like kind of falls in your lap or you're blindsided by information or you're blindsided by um, some type of communication that's going on either with you or around you, like be very mindful of pausing over and over and over again all throughout this Mars retrograde so that you can check in with your body. Let your body be your guide. You know what I'm saying? Let the let the sensations, um, the awareness of your body, where you're feeling the feelings in your body, like that's another big thing. Like, you know, it's a big difference in feeling tension in your neck as opposed to feeling tension in your lower back. You know what I'm saying? It's a big difference than feeling like a tingly sensation in your third eye as opposed to a tingly sensation like in your solar plexus or in your sacral chakra. Mm. So this is definitely the month to tune into the body, tune into the intuition, and pause, 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 over and over and over and over again. Hang, man. As soon as you get triggered, pause. Because mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to get triggered. You're going to get triggered a lot over the next few months. Um, but this month does have some very key potent um, uh, days or sets of days. So I definitely want to get into that right now so you guys can understand more what Toya was was talking about when she mentioned the timing being so important and knowing like when to do what. Because that's another thing, like Mars is all about activity. So anytime Mars goes retrograde, you're going to have stagnant activity. So a lot of the things that she was mentioning in regards to things looking up in terms of being able to manifest certain, not necessarily manifest certain things, but like achieve certain things in the realm of what you've been looking for um, and having like uh, milestones happen or having like a boost forward in certain areas, that's only going to be for certain specific key areas like she mentioned. So everything that she spoke on, make sure that you are understanding that those areas may apply to um, what she said in regards to you like having breakthroughs or getting more what you want, but don't expect that to happen in every right. area of your life. <laughs> right. Um, or even many areas of right. your life. Because for the most part, shit gonna be stagnant. <laughs> um, and not only that, but you're gonna have a lot of things that are making you want to not be stagnant or want energy to not be stagnant. And you're gonna wanna like you're gonna you're gonna have a strong desire 
to try to bust through that stagnation. And the more you try to do that, the more frustrated you mm-hmm. are going to be. You can't force outcomes. It's, yeah, she did say mm-hmm. that. That's exactly what she's talking about. That That's that Mars energy because Mars is force. Like Mars is force. It's specifically like this, the sexual force, which is, you know, we could say that's the force of all forces um, because that's what leads to um, the creative process or the... Um, the actual act of sex, which is more of a Pluto thing, but Mars is the force that that pushes us into that, or that 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 desire that has us um, move towards that. So, a lot of stagnation, generally speaking. But let's get into some of the things that we actually can do, or when we can do them. Right. So we're not in November yet, but the first week of November, we got a. Um, Got a few things going on. Um, Mars, in, in particular, is going to be associated with the first event on Friday, November 4th. Um, it's squaring the moon. So, again, I don't usually, I got a lot of you guys that follow us, you know, that or follow this information we give out. Y'all know that I don't talk about the moon a lot unless it's really significant things going on with the moon. So, that's actually the first significant thing going on with the moon on that Friday. So, Friday, uh, the fourth Mars retrograde Mars is squaring the moon. So that's going to add another level of emotion to the Mars retrograde energy that I've been describing this entire time. Um, so definitely take that day. Like that's actually a really good day to like set the tone for the rest of the month as a test or like a pop quiz kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? You can use the things that's going on on Friday the fourth to kind of like, measure where you are like are you ready for november this is going to be that first Mm. little like mini exam you know what i'm saying plan plan so however you handle the fourth Mm -hmm. that's going to give you a good indication of where you at and things that you need to work on to make sure that you're ready for the uh the upcoming events because the lunar eclipse is the very next week so we'll talk about that in a second but um that's the fourth and then on the fifth we got um excuse me we got an opposition between Venus and Uranus. Now, Venus is, like we said, Venus is in Scorpio at this point. Because uh, Venus just went into Scorpio on the twenty October 23rd. Um, so that means that Uranus, and we, we knew this, but that means that Uranus is in Taurus still. Because Taurus and Venus are opposite each other. So Uranus has been in Taurus for a while. Um, shaking up all things financial, all things in regards to resources. That's why we've been hearing so many things happening. That's been shaking up the resource area of uh, of our lives, um, and even globally as a collective. You know, mm-hmm. we're hearing about all these like, you know, food warehouses burning down and getting bombed, or you know, arson set on fire, or whatever, whatever's happening. Um, but there's like warehouses and like plants and like mm-hmm. food production spaces, like literally all over the world, like huge, huge um, food storehouses, you know, being like burned down and shit. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's really talking about it, which is can be considered a little more, even more concerning. Um, but that just all, dep- again, depends on how you look at it. So, you know, definitely not something you want to dwell on or like get you know, depressed about, because we don't want to add energy to that, but it is um, important to note that because of Uranus being in Taurus, and it's been in Taurus since, like, around 2017, 2018-ish, 
Um, it's going to still be, it isn't even halfway through Taurus yet. Um, so that's not a theme that's going to be ending no time soon. So this is another reason why we, we've constantly been saying, like over the past even like year or two, um, you know, continue to stock up on your resources, like stock up on the resources that, you know, aren't going to expire. Stock up on things that will help you make it through the, the, the colder winters and the, um, and the more harsh periods, you know, that we're, that we're going to be moving through. Uh, and the more you continue, the more you continue to do that, um, the better off you'll be in the long run. But this um, Saturday the 5th, not this Saturday, but on November the 5th, um, that's going to be a, a huge, um, that's going to be a huge wake up call for a lot of us in terms of what we need to be focused on mm-hmm. in order to refine that approach even more. And things that we haven't been focused on at all that is important for us to pick up and add to our focus. If, even if we have been focused in that way, this is going to be stuff that we need to either add to what we've already been doing. Um, and it's being brought to our attention. Like, Hey, don't forget, to, don't forget about this over here. Like this is going to be important too. Um, and it may even be completely new things that we just wouldn't have had no way to know about that because of the way things are going and what's coming next. Um, the universe is now going to reveal like, okay, this is some things to now bring into, um, into the strategy in regards to the resources. All right. Um, so let's move to the next week. We got uh, a little bit of help with the Mars energy on Sunday the six. Um, so that'll be a little bit of relief, um, but not much going on there. And in the seventh, <laughs> <laughs> I just realized how that may have sounded. It was like, yeah, no. Yeah, so yeah, but um, but, I mean, you know, a little, little, little bit, a little something probably won't last long, but you know, celebrate so, your, celebrate all your wins. Yep, yeah, the glass half full. Yeah, there you go. So uh, Monday the seventh, we got another square. This time between Venus and Saturn. So Venus is back in the picture. This time is is going up against Saturn. Um, which is the limitations, the discipline, um, father time, um, Saturn is that like harsh, like, you know, you, you're not bargaining, you're not bargaining with Saturn at all. Um, it's not, it's not going to hear it. It's not going to have it. Um, so I feel like Saturn's like that, like real stern dad that, you know, you just can't ask for shit. (laughs) Saturn is like. Saturn is like the stepdad that you didn't want. <laughs> and every day you get more and more proof that you didn't want this this stepdad. No, like you, like you be to, looking at your mom like, really? You can't go to Saturn for shit, Like, like this is what you chose? This is what we're doing? Right. But it's not that it's bad, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, all the planets, when we look at when we look at astrology, there's no good or bad. Like, we definitely want to always reiterate that. But Saturn is the one that you just, you can't. It ain't no negotiating, you know what I'm saying? But then sometimes we need that, you know what I'm saying? Saturn is Capricorn energy. And, like, when we think about Capricorn or what Capricorn means, like, you, you, when you go out here in the world, like, Capricorn is institutions. Capricorn is the public eye. Uh, and especially nowadays, when you're out here in the world, like, you have to have that part of you that's, like, you know, unwilling to compromise. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have to use that in an appropriate manner, but that is definitely a part of us that we want to make sure that we're honoring because that could say, I mean, shit, that could save your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? It can save a lot of things. It can save relationships. It can save your money. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as you were talking about decision making earlier, like if you if you wishy washy with your decisions and then you negotiating with your own self because you ain't even like firm in your own and knowing about what you want, like this is where Saturn energy comes into your benefit. It's like yo, get your shit together. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like make a decision. All right. So um, yeah. and have that discipline. So, but we have, but we got an argument between Saturn and Venus on the seventh. So. One of the reasons this is so significant is because it's tied into the lunar eclipse because we got the lunar eclipse on the eighth. So anything that's going on, like especially with uh, the slower moving planets or anything that's pretty much moving slower than uh, the moon, um, anything else that's going on like the day before or the, even the day after uh, the lunar eclipse, it's all tied in with the lunar eclipse. Because if you was to look at a chart, you wouldn't really be thinking about the fact that it's the day before or the day after that these things are happening. You're just looking at all the stuff the way it's lined up right around the time that the lunar eclipse happens, right? So that's that's gonna be these are gonna this is gonna be one of those events, the the Venus uh Saturn square. So it's tied in with the eclipse. The eclipse is the very next day, Tuesday the eighth. And then um lo and behold that that happens to be just so happens to be election day. So we got a lunar eclipse in Scorpio on election day during a Venus Saturn square, also during a Sun Uranus opposition, which which goes exact in the, the next day on the ninth. Uh, we also got the Sun. I mean, excuse me. We also got the Moon opposing Mercury. We got the Moon conjoining Uranus. We got the Moon squaring Saturn. Yeah, they was doing a lot. We got the sun lining up with Mercury. We got the moon opposing Venus. And we got Mercury opposing Uranus. So everything I just said is all tied in with this lunar eclipse. This is why this lunar eclipse is so potent. I mean, shit, it's already destined to be potent enough just because it's on the Scorpio-Taurus axis with, mm-hmm. the, with the moon in Scorpio. So you got the sun in, um, oh, excuse me, the moon in Taurus. So you got the sun in Scorpio and the moon in, in Taurus, right? Because they're opposed, they opposite each other. When it's a full, when it's lunar eclipse, that's a full moon, right? So, but that entire axis is is being lit up now. The interesting thing about this particular um, uh, lunar eclipse, in addition to everything I just said, is that you also got the North Node. Now we haven't. I don't know if we talked about the North Node in September's forecast. Mm-mm. We don't talk um, about the North Node like we don't talk about it a lot. Very often, we don't. Yeah. I only usually bring up the North Node like when it's changing signs and like we're going into a new North Node cycle. But we went into a new North Node cycle a while back. Um, but that cycle took us into the axis of Taurus and Scorpio. So really, regardless of anything else we talk about, um, that we talked about prior to this like throughout the year or that we're going to talk about throughout the rest of the year that we haven't got to yet scorpio taurus energy is going to be a highlight so if we don't mention that just remember that like north node and the south node are in that axis so this means that like where our souls want to go as a collective right now is taurus energy and it's been that way for a while Right. But with this particular lunar eclipse, it's highlighting that even more because the lunar eclipse is in Taurus. The moon is in Taurus, as well as Uranus being in Taurus. Now, this is probably going to be I'm probably going to be talking about the lunar eclipse more than any other um, any particular event for the entire month. So I'm just going to stay on this for a a little bit longer and then we can move forward. But I'm um, 
go through the rest of the month a little bit quicker. So, um, so don't worry, we're going to get to the other stuff too, but this is probably in addition to the Mars retrograde, this is the biggest event all month. So what is this saying? This is saying that this is the universe basically telling us as a collective, you need to be focused on your resources. You need, and, and really those particular dates, like the seventh through the ninth, um, like you really are going to be, you're really going to want to tune in to any messages that's coming through around that theme because with the lunar eclipse, it's basically like, okay, it's all about Scorpio. It's all about Scorpio. It's all about Scorpio, especially with all this other stuff in Scorpio right now in addition to the sun. Um, but eclipses are always like that shock factor that say, okay, lights out, lights back on, and then something has changed. But lunar eclipses are more about not just lights out, everything changes, and then bam, the lights come back on, and then you got to deal with kind of like the potential shock of everything being different that fast. But lunar eclipses are different than solar eclipses. Lunar eclipses are different than solar eclipses in the sense that the solar eclipse, you're more so centered on, you're more so focused on one sign than the lunar eclipse because both the moon and the sun are in the same sign during the solar eclipse. So that's the one we just had yesterday. So the one that's coming up that I'm talking about now on the 8th, you got energy that's pulling you in the direction of Scorpio that's actually built up more and more and more, especially for this one. And then all of a sudden that shock value where the lights go out, that everything that's being rearranged with that, with those lights being out is all about Taurus energy. And now it's saying, okay, the moon, the light is shining on me. The moon is saying the light is shining on me now because that's what full moons do. You know, you got most of the focus is always on the sun and then the full moon is like, okay, now it's my turn to get all the light shine on me. So let me show you what I got going on. And then when the moon starts waning again, then it's more about the sun again until mm. we get another full moon. So the lunar eclipse is that same energy, but with a lot more shock value, a lot more intensity. Um, you know, when we have the the full uh, lunar eclipses, that's when we actually see the shadow of the earth on the moon. So it's like this whole like dramatic ass like cosmic dramatization mm. of the lights getting full and then the lights going completely out and then bam, the light is completely full again, all in the direction of where the moon is sitting, which in particular right now it's Taurus. So again, North Node is in Taurus, Lunar Eclipse is in Taurus, resources, resources, resources. This is your opportunity to, if you pause, get a lot of information in regards to potentially triggering information, Mars and, and Gemini, information that is going to let you know this is how I need to operate. These are the things I need to do. This is the stuff I need to like gather in order to get through what's coming that this lunar eclipse is preparing me for. This lunar eclipse is like, uh, it's kind of like the the preface of the, of the storybook or like the, the intro, not the introduction, but like the, um, what do they call it? The, um, what do they call it? You know what I'm trying to say? Like the, not the warning, but like, you know how you get like, you in a story, you get foreshadowing. That's what I'm trying to okay. say. So like that foreshadowing warning, like when you're watching the movie and some shit happened to kind of make you go, hmm, 
okay, I think I see what's coming now. Pay attention to that because that's what this lunar eclipse is doing. And it's all about resources, your money. Um, there's going to be sudden sudden unexpected changes with money and resources mm. on that day. One, because this is an eclipse, but also because Uranus, again, is in Taurus. So all the stuff that we've been seeing with Uranus being in Taurus over the past uh, few years, look for that to get amped up in a shocking way on the 7th through the 9th. But just remember to pause. Remember to pause. Remember to pause. You got something you want to... Let's pause. Let's pause? Yes. Because I've been going. <laughs> yes. Let's take a uh, yeah, that was break. A that was a lot. That was a lot. Yeah, let's take a breath. And I'm going to do my best to wrap up this lunar eclipse stuff so we can keep going because I got a little bit more to talk about. All right. When I first started Therapeutic Vibrations and made it an online business, I never thought about a brick and mortar. But as my customer base grew, so did the request for a physical store. And from there, sprung the vision for Simbi's Conjure Shop, but I didn't want to open just any metaphysical store. I wanted Simbi's Conjure to be a representation of Black Southern spiritual practices. And that's exactly what I created. Simbi's Conjure is the only hoodoo shop in Atlanta and features herbs, crystal conjure oils, spiritual baths, wellness teas, books, incense, and more. So come see us at Simbi's Conjure for all of your hoodoo and metaphysical needs. We are located inside the International Discount Mall at 4140 Jonesboro Road, Forest Park, Georgia. Does your home feel cluttered, uneasy, and unsettled? Tired of people coming in and out of your sacred space. Every day you get up and go into the universe. Sometimes where we go, we can bring that back into our house. And all of that energy can get stuck right inside of your carpet. That is why I came up with Forever Protected Carpet Cleaner. It is 100% natural. It has all natural ingredients, and it is homemade. This carpet cleaner literally shifts the energy of the whole entire room. All you need is to sprinkle it no more than 10, 15, 20 minutes. Vacuum over it and literally feel the energy of your home, your sacred space. Feel beautiful, amazing. This product can be located at Psalms and Conjure Shop. Get yours today, not tomorrow. You won't regret it. All right, so I think I've, I mean, I think that's enough about the, the clips. Mm-hmm. Um, just know that it's going to be potent as hell, people. Potent as hell, and just remember what to keep in mind because if you don't it'll be easy for you to get thrown off um and actually that entire week is kind of kind of full of different little events um i talked about the ninth already with the sun opposing uranus and then uh we got another square on the 10th thursday the 10th uh, between mercury and saturn but then we also got a trine which we like uh between venus and neptune so that's venus in the picture again bringing Neptune in the picture. So a little bit of support with that. 
Um, but then, of course, you got your challenges with the square between Mercury and Saturn. Now, the very next day, 11-11, um, this particular 11-11, you know, for all you to got, for all you to do your 11-11 rituals and stuff like that, um, more power to you. And get it in because this particular 11-11 is going to be, uh, it's going to be thick. We got a square between the sun and Saturn. We got... Um, Mars in the picture again with the moon and Mars colliding. Um, and then we got another argument between Mars and Venus. So Mars energy is going to be super thick again on 11-11 of all days. So uh, if you do your 11-11 meditations, you may want to just double the time on that. Stay in meditation a little bit longer, perhaps. Um, and just be mindful that if your 11-11 isn't working out the way that you planned or the way that you would uh, like, that's probably why. <laughs> uh, so uh, again, more power to you, and that I, is funny. I encourage you to, you know, do all your um, yom, um, yo ho, nom yo, what is it, nom yo, ring and kyo, we are the world, um, Alibaba, uh, shake it, shake it, chakra, merengue, dance, all that stuff, kumbaya. All right, the twelfth. We got a trine with Mercury and Neptune, so that's great. So maybe your 11-11 stuff won't kick in until the 12th. Um, but then let's talk about the next week. So the 13th, we got a little bit more Mars stuff going on. You actually got some potential with the 13th, though. Um, Venus and Pluto are talking. They're having a good conversation. And uh, one way to look at that is basically to if like the things that trigger you that day because mars is actually arguing with mercury so that's heavy heavy gemini energy again with um the mars retrograde um use those triggers to propel you into the answers that you're looking for um look for ways look look for the silver lining on the 13th and you'll be able to count that'll be one of your key dates to kind of like get what you want like the remember Toya was saying like make sure you look at when stuff is happening so you can know when to capitalize on the few times mm -hmm. you can capitalize that'll be one of those days so november 13th remember that that's a good one and then even more so actually the 14th so november 13th will be kind of like the beginning of that uh momentum that you want to see and if you're using it properly you'll have even more fruition going on on monday the 14th because you got more help with mercury and pluto and you got help with um the sun and neptune having a good conversation with each other so you won't have to deal as much with illusions um right around that time things will be um made more clear you'll be able to like see what's actually going on more so on those days especially the 14th and then 15th you got um a little bit of help between venus and jupiter as well um, you got some funky energy going on with Mars again on the 15th too, though. So it's like now we're kind of coming out of that, uh, that opportunistic energy. So make sure you, uh, take advantage of the 13th and the 14th. Um, because by the time the 15th gets here, it's going to start turning the other way again. And then the 16th, we have a Venus transit. So, both Venus and Mercury are entering into Sag in November. So we just saw Venus go into Scorpio um, as we're still in late October. 
Um, and now we're preparing actually for the Mercury Venus pass. So Mercury is going to be passing Venus um, in November. And so this actually uh, is key too because we've been talking about for well, I know in September we talked a lot about uh, the relationship that Venus and Mercury's been having for a little while because they've been kind of like like doing this like uh, running from each other, chasing each other kind of thing. Like they're, like they switching roles and like one is chasing after the other and then they kind of like switch and it's like okay tag you're it now i'm trying to get away from you okay wait now you're trying to get away from me that kind of thing so we're actually still kind of going through that but that's that, all that energy is about to shift soon and we're seeing that in the week of the 13th so on the 16th which is a wednesday uh that's when we had a venus transit in the sag so venus leaves scorpio and then the very next day on the 17th uh, mercury leaves scorpio and follows Venus into Sag, so that's literally like the next day. So they're not far apart at all. But this is Mar this is Mercury catching up to Venus, getting ready to pass it on um, the following week. So also on the Wednesday, the 16th, we got um, some more Mars activity. Not not too bad. Um, the Moon is getting along with Mars that day, so that actually helps with the Venus transit energy and and making sure that it doesn't shake things up too much. Um, and then Mercury is also having a good conversation with Jupiter, uh, which rules Sag. So that's going to be a real sweet transition um, of energies on the 16th. And then with Mercury following suit, um, that's going to add even more sweet energy to that to help highlight Sag energy and make sure that the Sag energy we're entering into is a pleasant, um, a pleasant transition into Sag. All right. Uh, which we definitely love to see that because Sag can be kind of funky. Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarius. Sagittarism. Yep. Yeah. So we're putting some honey on Sagittarism this year. <laughs> he needs so, all the honey. Yes. Congratulations. All right. Now, the 18th, uh, another argument between the moon and Mars. So at least we, you know, we're able to have that transition before that happened again. And then the 18th, we also have. Uh, pleasant conversation between the sun and Pluto. So still, you know, not too bad. That week is, um, week is, that week is pretty cool. Um, and then the 19th, um, now the 19th is when things get a little funky. Uh, Mars is arguing with Neptune. So this is going to be another real potent day for Mars. So we got, um, the fourth, we got the lunar eclipse event with all the stuff around that. We got uh, the 11th, and then we got uh, the 19th. So, so far, these are going to be the, the main Mars-related intense days, all right? So, just watch out on the 19th. That's definitely going to be a day where you don't want to be, like, putting too much faith in, well, not faith, but putting too much stock in what you're hearing or, like, um, like running with what you hear or like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, a day to sit down. It's a, I mean, it's a day to sit down, but specifically more so in regards to information. Like, like you're probably going to get a lot of information that day or around that day that can be triggering, make you mad, you know what I'm saying, piss you off, make you want to fight. Um, but understand that it's, it's 
Neptune related. So a lot of it may not even be valid. A lot of it may oh, not be true. You may true. not even have the full information. Yeah, yeah. but it, it'll feel like you do because it's so intensely related with Mars and like triggering your your anger emotions or your your egoic emotions. So um, yeah, definitely a day to pause. That's that's a big pause day right there. Um, and then wait for things to get clear around those situations before you act on anything in regards to that. Now, the next day we got, uh, we got some good stuff going on with Mars. So this will, this will actually be a day that will bring in some energy to help relieve what happened on the 19th. So that's the 20th Sunday. That's my brother's birthday. Hey, happy birthday. Um, and we got actually the moon and Mars again. Um, but this time they're having a good conversation on like the 18th. So this will be like that big turnaround. That'll that'll be like the opposite of what we said earlier, where like you get teased and then smacked in the face after the tease. <laughs> this will be like where you're poked, like like somebody's trying to poke you, like poking the bear. But then you get like a huge relief the very next day and you realize like, oh, that's all that was? Like, okay, I'm good. I'm glad I didn't like react to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's that Sunday the 20th. And you got the sun and Jupiter um, getting along, too. The 21st is looking good. You got Mer- um, Mercury and Venus um, coming together. So this is the Venus pass or the Mercury pass. This is the day that Mercury now moves to go in front of Venus and start a whole new um, phase with the Venus-Mercury relationship um, that, that has kind of been kind of funky for a little bit. So that's good. That's, they're going to basically refresh everything with each other and start anew. And then the very next day we got the um transit in the Sagittarius season. So that's a nice little like the thirteenth through uh the middle of that following week. Yeah, that seems kinda light. That that's a very light. that's a very pleasant uh part of November. Yeah. That's actually probably gonna be the sweetest part of November because it's helping to like really shift mm-hmm. a lot of shit. Um, and it's, and it's every day, literally every day that week of the 13th, all the way up until like through Thanksgiving, because the 22nd Tuesday is the Sagittarius transit where the sun moves in the Sag. Then Wednesday, the 23rd, we got the new moon and Jupiter going direct. Like I mentioned earlier, um, when you were discussing your part with the cards and then Thanksgiving day is the very next day after that. So yeah, 13th through, uh, that following week, Thanksgiving week. That's going to be, like, really, really sweet um, if you're paying attention and, and making the time to pause. And just remember the dates that um, that I just gave you. And so now we just got one half of a week left, and we're done, folks. Um, was it time for another break? We, we no, you can go ahead and go right on through. Finish it out. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and finish it out. All right, y'all. Let's get it. So uh, the day after Thanksgiving, actually, uh, the 25th, we got um, the moon opposing Mars again. Uh, well, the moon arguing with Mars again. This time it's opposition. So um, that'll be another heavy Mars day. So um, add that to your list for, for the Mars potency. And then the last week of the month, we got the 27th. We got another argument between the moon and Mars. Um, but we also have an argument between Mercury and Uranus. So that's going to be funky. Um, so just be prepared for that. Another day to pause. And then the 28th, uh, we got some help with Mars. So Saturn and Mars are actually getting along that day. And then we got an argument between Venus and Uranus. So that's kind of one of those days where it's like it can kind of go either way depending on you. Um, 
but just make sure you uh, look towards look towards the things that. Um, so okay, so think about Mars and um, and Saturn, right? They're they're getting along. Saturn is what we discussed earlier, as far as the the limitations, the discipline, that sort of thing. This is going to be a day where you'll want to like really hone in on boosting forward or increasing or starting anything that's um, involving using your like any pent up energy or like energy that you feel like has been building up that you've been wanting to use that you haven't been able to use. This will be a way to use it in a healthy way or a way that is um, efficient by making sure that you put it towards things that are enhancing your discipline. So exercise, that's a, like one of the perfect examples. You know what I'm saying? Exercise is all about discipline. You know, you got Mars and Saturn getting along. This is a perfect time to get in like that extra, like um, additional workout in or like increase your workout time mm. or increase the things you're doing in your workout. You know what I'm saying? Um, think of that metaphorically too. You know what I'm saying? Anything that you got going on where it's like, it's been kind of a, uh, potentially a drag or like hard to do because it's like damn this is like taking so much dedication and focus and discipline like that'll give you the boost that you need to really enhance those things so if you can like make those transitions right around that time it'll help you sustain them and not feel like you're starting something and then you can't keep it going does that make sense makes a lot of sense okay so that's the uh the 28th and then um and just be mindful there's going to be sudden unexpected changes that day with, you know, Uranus and, and Venus arguing. Um, but um, one way to look at that is don't do not do a whole lot in regards to, like, traveling or going anywhere because Venus is going to be in Sag by that point. Um, and Sag is all about exploration. So don't do a whole lot of, like, um, moving outside of your regular routine or trying to, like, change a whole lot of things up like like enhance the things you've already been doing mm. especially in the way that i just described and that'll be a good day for that um or at least you'll you'll be able to see how you can do that better on that day and move forward like that and then that we come to the 29th uh, which is we have mars and the moon getting along again um but we have mercury arguing with mars this time with we have Mercury arguing with Mars this time. Um, but then we have Mercury getting along with Saturn. So that's another one of those days where it's kind of like, eh, you know, I could look at it this way. I could look at it that way. Just, you know, that keeping your glass half full being more important again. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where... Mercury and Mars are arguing again, yeah, but at least it won't be as emotional as a lot of the days we've been seeing with Mars energy being, like, shaken up, because the moon and Mars have been going at it um, this month, and Mars and Mercury opposing each other is just, like, that's some, that's going to be another one of those big tests um, that day, the 29th, so that's two, the last Tuesday of the month, um, but at least we got some help with Mercury and Saturn and that'll actually enhance anything that you took advantage of on the day before, on the 28th, in the way that we described with the discipline and stuff. So, um, yeah, I hope that was helpful. And this is all preparing us 
for um, Neptune going direct on December the 3rd. So we are looking forward to having even less retrograde energy <laughs> yes. by the time we move in December. Woo. So, you know, as Mars retrograde continues to move us forward, we're seeing less and less retrograde energy from others. And hopefully um, this was helpful for you guys in terms of when to do what um, and making sure that you're only um, attaching the idea of things moving forward in your favor in certain specific areas and not getting too caught up or carried away because you don't want to like fall on your face thinking that it is applicable to every area of your life. All right. All right, y'all. So that is November of 2022 yes. with the recap of October. Yes. Yes. So again, you know, definitely utilize the um, tools that we provide in this. And you should definitely be able to breeze through the month of November, especially with it being a good month. So, yeah, if you made it through October, shit. Right. <laughs> well, shit, if you made it through August through yeah. October, you, you're doing pretty damn good. Um, but yeah, that is the why in the sky for November. Um, again, as always, we definitely appreciate, um, you all for tuning in and, you know, just encouraging us. You guys are the reason why we do this, um, podcast, this, at this particular segment. So, uh, we love your feedback. We love your listenership. We love your, your devoted loyalty (laughs) to to the why in the sky and just, you know, the fact that it helps you all. So, That's it. That's all. That that's fin. We done. We are fin. We fin. <laughs> at the fin. All right, y'all. So happy you know, enjoy your holiday, your um, your Thanksgiving. Um, love on your family this month. You know. Yes. Definitely sending love from Nugget. Yes, Nugget says one. I'm about. He be like ma ma ba ba. He goes be talking, talking, talking soon. But, um, yeah, that is it, y'all. So, again, we definitely appreciate you guys for tuning in. And um, that's it. Peace. Peace.